welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, Chassie B. And I'm Sunshine. I don't know why I laugh at this part every time, but she only talks slowly in this introduction and that's it, and I don't get it. But <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for another week of Occasionally Posh. If you haven't done so yet, please go to our Facebook page and like or go to our YouTube and subscribe. And you can also catch all of our podcasts on most audio podcast platforms. Um, so we always start with a foreplay and Chastity B, you're first. Okay, so I thought I saw something in my hair. Would you rather- Hold on, hold on, hold on. You see how nervous his face looked before you even got started? <laughs> he like, oh Lord. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be amazing at a sport and not receive all of your points because you are just that good or be the person that's not as good as the other person and still win because the other person didn't get all of their accolades, if that makes sense? Would you rather not be good enough and still win because the person that is good enough is too good that they stop giving her 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 rewards or their rewards. I'd rather be too good. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Same. I don't like participation trophies, but That's yeah. Cool. I was about to say that sounded like what you was getting it, but I was confused. Well, it was <laughs> I know it was in <laughs> reference to um the Simone Biles thing, she stopped getting, they stopped giving her points because they said that people couldn't reach her level. Like she's the GOAT and because people are not as good as her, they stopped giving her points for her stuff. And I don't feel like that's fair. And I feel that's like that comes fair. from a society of participation trophies and everybody feels like that they're supposed to be number one. And that's not how it works. Mm-mm. Yeah, that don't seem fair at all. I and mean, that's not her fault that they not good. <laughs> like, right. I don't, it's like a punishment. Right. I don't know. You kind of in the sports kind of feel, King, what do, you, what, what do you think the reasoning behind that is? Politics. At the end of the day, it's politics. Um, <laughs> shoot, it's all about that gold medal. You know what I'm saying? So whatever they can do in order to even the playing field, that's what they're going to do. Now, this is what I will say, and I don't think uh, everybody might agree with me on this, is that I don't think that, now, I don't know whether she actually had a real injury or not. Right. But if she didn't, I don't think that she should have pulled out of it. I would have rather seen her go through and do a magnificent job, kill it, and we all know, you know what I'm saying, that uh, she was robbed of it. You know what I'm saying? The same thing happened with Roy Jones when he was, um, I think he was fighting either China or Japan um, in the Olympics. Mm. And I mean, he beat that boy for three rounds, three three minute rounds, and everybody knew he won, but he didn't get it. He didn't get it at all. The same thing happened with uh, Floyd Mayweather. You know, so I would have much rather her, rather seen her go through the process. You know what I'm saying? Let us, let us be her voice. She ain't got to say nothing. We'll, we'll speak up. We'll speak up and maybe just maybe 
50 years from now, they'll come back before she passed away and give her and be like, yeah, you really won that joint, huh? Take your right. <laughs> But now, now that she back out of it, you know, a week from now, ain't nobody going to be talking about it no more. I what? think, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say I'm not a sports person, so I don't, I don't have a knife in this fight. <laughs> but has this ever happened to someone that's not African-American? Not that we can, not that I can recollect, because <laughs> the list that he just wrote off, right? Seem fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. And you know, I think like I really wish that she would have stayed because I wanted her to be able to, you know, show the world like this is why I am the goat. But I also understand it, like even if it's not an injury and she just left for her own mental wellness, I understand because. Why am I going to keep get putting a hundred percent? I've been looking for that right there. Okay. Sorry. Um, why would I keep giving a hundred percent and you're only going to give me 85% and that's going to like, that's not good for anybody mentally. And I, so I get why she left. I hate it, but I get it. Yeah. It's almost like she gave them what they wanted at the end of the day. Yeah. Especially yeah. considering how hard. You know what I'm saying? She trained for this moment. Right. Mm-hmm. This moment right here. And, you know, it's it, it's almost like being at a job and, and you don't work that job for, for 20 plus years and you know uh, you about to get this promotion. And then all of a sudden they bring an intern in and tell you to train them. <laughs> all right. Like, oh, scratch that. I'm gone. I'm out. So I get it. I understand it, but no. Yeah, it don't make sense. Don't make sense. All right. Mine is would you rather be able to control your anger or control your jealousy? Ooh. Jealousy. <laughs> jealousy. Because I think if I could control my jealousy, I could control my anger. Uh, in certain situations, yeah. Yeah, in certain. But I think. A lot of the times, even though a lot of people don't like to admit it, they be jealous of certain things and that's what makes them angry in a lot of situations and, you know. Right, right. What about you, King? Um, what type of jealousy are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> type jealousy or we, I mean, what, what are we talking about? Because <laughs> everybody's defini- definition of jealousy is different. Um, I guess uh, I guess I would go with jealousy. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't consider myself to be a, a, a very jealous person or anything of that particular nature. It's just I can't see myself not liking a person because they got something that I don't have. So, uh, yeah, it, it will have to be uh, jealousy. Yeah. No ang- anger. I can go hit the back. I can go hit the uh, the boxing bag. That'd be cool. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess that would be fine for people who don't have anger issues, but some people have some pretty bad, you know, hurt themselves, hurt others around them, mentally, physically, emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, a lot of anger comes from jealousy, but sometimes people just angry. Like, yeah, some people (laughs) just, they never dealt with their demons and they just angry at the world. Like, did your mama not hug you? <laughs> <laughs> you like that, low key. Yeah. 
But I feel like jealousy takes t- more toll on you emotionally and mentally than anger does. Because a lot of times, especially if you like us, most of us who are independent and don't want to look weak or whatever the case may be, we hold that jealousy inside until we just can't hold it no more. <laughs> which which makes things worse if you really think about it because then it's just building and building and building. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times when you're angry, you, you ain't no holding it. Like, you get it out right then and there. <laughs> Like this is why, no. <laughs> <laughs> and jealousy can help make you play mind tricks on yourself, make make situations there that ain't there, make problems rise that ain't really no big of a deal. Yep. So yeah, this is this true. Honey, honey. <laughs> but anywho, um, so before we go into our topic segment, King has been on our podcast a few times. No, he only been on ours once. We've been on his. Anywho, we have connected a few times between the both of the podcasts. But for people who have not, I can't remember. For people who have not been on, seen him on our podcast, yes, we're going to give him a chance to introduce himself before we get started on the topic. Oh, wow. I'm not used to introducing myself. I'm used to having people introduce him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, I'm Kenny Knight. Um, author of Can I Be the Man, A Letter from Us to You, that is out there right now on book, ebook, as well as audiobook. So make sure you go cop that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and pretty much I'm all about um, duality, restoring the duality between um, the duality in a relationship between men and women. Um, that's, that's the whole goal, that's the whole emphasis. Uh, there's a bigger purpose behind it, um, which we all had the opportunity to see. Uh, introduce y'all to my baby a couple of has it been a couple of weeks or has it been over a month now? I, feel, I think it's over been a month. month. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's been over it's been over a month now. So that's pretty much uh pretty much what it is. You know, I'm a simple person. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So one of the reasons why we wanted to bring King on is because we have talked about polyamory on this podcast. A couple of times and one thing that king likes wants, <laughs> or does do you already do it no Mm-mm. okay no, is um polygamy polygyny polygyny okay yeah. could you please explain for people like me right. who don't know what all these different ones are <laughs> <laughs> um polygyny um polygamy is sort of like the top of the umbrella it, it over overarches basically all of it up under a polygamy you have polygyny polyamory polyamory uh, polymory there's a whole lot of stuff out there right uh, that i uh, but i deal solely in polygyny i don't even like calling it that i call it the unit you know or not so you'll hear me say that a whole lot and the only reason is because it has a lot of negative annotations that go and come along with it you know mm-hmm. and i'm all, all about changing the narrative changing the narrative on things. So it's pretty much what it is. And for those of y'all that don't know what it is, and I'm actually talking about that, uh, we're talking about multiple spouses, multiple spouses. Uh, Polygyny specifically is dealing with uh, one man and multiple wives. And notice I said wives and not women. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 (la
So I guess my question, where I disagree on it, I understand wives and partners and all that kind of stuff, but it bothers me that a man can have multiple women, but the women can't have multiple men. And I don't understand like, why do people feel like that is okay? Okay, so, um, man, it's a lot of factors <laughs> that go into this right here. One, first thing I'm going to lay on the table is that it's not a competition between us. Right, and I understand that. You know what I'm saying? It's not one of those things that whatever I can do, you can do better type of deal. Um, at the, reali the reality of the situation is, is there are some things that as men we can do that y'all can't do, and as women y'all can do that we just simply can't do. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. You know what? Me. Keep going, King. Please keep going. I cannot with her. No, go ahead. Almost made me say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to take it there. Yet. So uh, that's that's the first thing that I want to put out there. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I just feel like there's a lot of competition between uh, us as men and women, and we need to get out of that mindset. Um. I want to toss out the religious aspect as well. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, each ideology has, looks at it from a different perspective, right? Like I can, uh, um, if I had to uh, consider myself anything, I'm Hebrew, right? We believe in multiple wives, um, but you also have uh, Islamic people or Muslim individuals that believe in multiple wives, but how things are handled are differently, right? So in changing the narrative on it, um, if we look at it from a religious aspect, we're going to be arguing all day. Be arguing all day. I don't think so. Cause I kind of, I, so I don't feel like you're supposed to have just one spouse because if you go by the Bible that everybody tries to throw up in your face, the men had multiple wives in the Bible. So I would never disagree as far as that. As far as like you bringing the Bible I'm aspect, just talking about the the ideologies are going to argue. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. okay. That's the reason why I say let's throw that out. You know what I'm saying? What I deal with in retrospect is nature, because that's the one thing that connects all of us. Agree, disagree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She don't want to. She, she's, no. she's, trying, she's trying to agree with me on anything. <laughs> I'm gonna make my point. No. <laughs> I agree. As far as mammals, I agree. Okay, so um, well, when you look at nature, you know what I'm saying. It it runs off of a unit or a polygyny. You know, um, when we look at the dynamic that it is that you're talking about in reference to women having multiple men, um, if that was the standard, that was the standard. Uh, I say probably in the next hundred years we wouldn't exist anymore. Who men? No men and women. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. We wouldn't exist anymore. <laughs> no, because here's the thing, and looking at it from a, a natural or scientific standpoint, is as a man, I, I produce millions of sperm in a day, mm -hmm. whereas. You get multiple women pregnant. Women can only be pregnant for nine months, one no. at a time. 
it's it's not even just <laughs> you only have a certain amount of eggs as well you know you're not reproducing eggs you're not producing anything what you have is what you have and once they're gone they are gone so let's just say hmm, you have 50 eggs even though i know y'all have way more right let's just say you do you know what i'm saying now every month you're getting rid of some of them right yeah you're getting rid of some of them you know right and then it's a process even when you look at the process of us actually conceiving a child right even though i have millions of sperm it only only one makes it which is a miracle within itself you know so just looking at it from that aspect we wouldn't be around too too much long we just we just wouldn't or now you wouldn't be able to produce enough children in order to keep the species going I agree and disagree <laughs> what do you disagree with i disagree because if that's the case then so a lot of people don't practice polyg polygyny Am I saying it right? Polygyny. Polygyny. Let's, let's just say the unit. Okay. A lot of people don't practice the unit mm -hmm. at this moment. And there are a lot of quote unquote fake monogamous relationships. It's not really monogamous, but anyway. Um, and the people are still being born. And, you know, so I don't think that if, I don't think <laughs> that if women was able to be able to have multiple spouses as well as men have multiple spouses, that it was stopped. So are we saying that it's going to be okay uh, for infidelity? I don't have to be faithful or loyal to the one that I'm actually with because a lot of the babies and stuff that we have out here is literally based off of either broken relationships or some type of infidelity, disloyalty, or something of that particular nature. And we're going to have the standard. We're going to have it standard to where um, we in a relationship, we married and things of that particular nature. Uh, or not. Yeah. That, that's. But why, how is it cheating if the woman has multiple husbands? Mm-hmm. So how is it how is it cheating for her if she has multiple husbands husbands but it's not considered cheating if the husband the man has multiple no, wives what i'm what i'm saying is and i'm, I'm gonna wrap it around here in a second <laughs> what i'm saying is are you looking for those men that you are married to right because marriage there is a commitment there's a covenant that comes with it right mm-hmm you know are you looking for them are we talking about an open relationship because that's a whole nother Whole another ball game, yeah. Yeah. So are we talking about okay? Yeah, you my husband, but you can go out there and knock somebody else down too when, when I'm not available. Uh, that's is this what we saying? Are they supposed to be completely devoted to you and only you? So, yeah. if <laughs> if I was in a polyamory relationship, mm -hmm. then yes, they're free to do whatever. But if I'm in the unit then no, they're not supposed to do it, which is why I am against the man having multiple wives. Now, I'm not going to say against it. I don't understand it. Why men can have multiple wives and women can't have multiple husbands. 
and get the same questions that you're giving me basically like so if you got all these women that you're married to are mm. the women free to go out and do whatever they want to nope nope so what is your logic but or what are people's logic behind men able to have multiple eyes but women not able to have multiple husbands I know uh, you touched on this a little bit last time you was with us, but I didn't really understand. <laughs> so, so first and foremost, it's, it's in our nature. Now, I know it's going to be a lot of women out there that's going to say, well, it's in our nature too. And oh, honesty is really not. That's literally what you've been taught to be because y'all have been in opposition for so long that you started to take on our characteristics. You know, but the reality of it is y'all are just fine with one man. With one man, you looking at me like he's crazy. But like, I'm, no, because I want to know why <laughs> do you think that women are just fine with one man? Like, what is your logic behind it? Like I said, nature. Outside of nature, which is nature is all cool, dandy, fine, whatever, and all that kind of stuff. But in reality, we don't necessarily know animals' thoughts, feels. Whenever they're like really out there in the wild, we don't know what's going on what they really doing we assume that we know but we really don't know and we don't know a lion might not want her tiger out there with a whole bunch of (laughs) 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 we're just assuming that the lioness is okay with that so i don't understand how you how nature is uh, how how many times have you seen two lioness fighting I ain't seen a lion. I'm not out there. I don't know. Other than Lion King, I ain't seen nothing. I can't help you. Nature Channel or anything of that nature. How many how many times have you seen doggone two lions fighting? Or not even because it's not just lions. You have wolves. You have so many different mammals that do the exact same thing. How many times have you seen the females? Matter of fact, the cow, something that we eat. How many times you seen two cows out there getting it cracking you know, because that bull? They could be. You don't know what their moves be saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right. So, I, I see where you're going. You want me to throw nature out all day? <laughs> I want you to throw nature out of it. So this is where I'm struggling with it. I don't understand all of this stuff, so I can't put a way in on what I believe and what I don't because it fa- it sounds like too much work for me at the end of the day. I'm really making it my day-to-day as it is. <laughs> the thing that I don't, I'm not understanding is that at the end of the day, if you are choosing this lifestyle, in my opinion, it's mm-hmm. because you're trying to get all of your needs met, correct? Right. So I don't, from Chastity's point of view, I'm not understanding how y'all assume that one man can meet all a woman's needs. The reality. They can't meet you, but we can't meet yours. The reality of it is, is that we can't. So it's okay for us to be unfulfilled, but y'all be. No, it has nothing to do about being unfulfilled or anything of that nature. The thing about it is there's fulfillment that you can get from other women that I can't give to you as a man. But I don't get that from another man. But that's y'all's own. There is nothing. There is nothing that I can get from another man and that would help fulfill me. So what can we get from a woman that that's fulfilled? That y'all can't get from a man. Uh, let's see. That that we can, actually can't get from a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, the companionship, the energy that comes through y'all companion, y'all companionship, right? The relationship that y'all have with women. All right, just in itself, we don't get that. 
from other men at all that's because y'all need therapy no Uh, and y'all don't know how to work with (laughs) y'all it has nothing it has it does because that that, i'm not gonna say all men need everybody needs therapy yeah you you know my 18 brothers you Mm -hmm. you, you see how we function and operate and things of that particular nature but there's nothing now that they give me and that literally helps complete the role that a woman actually gives to me. And that's the same thing as far as my female friends. Love them. My compadres to the end of the day. But they can't give me what a man is not giving me at the end of the day. If my if I was if I'm married and my husband has multiple wives and he is gone or whatever, he he spent the time with, with Monday and not with me i'm gonna be in my feelings and my friends are not gonna be able to fulfill yeah, that loneliness yeah. that, so, that cold let bed let me ask you this let me ask you this why are you gonna be in your feelings because i am in the bed by myself and it's cold and he over there with monday well i let me see if i can word it differently because <laughs> i don't you can't schedule when you would need someone. Right. Okay. Yeah, so so we so, we need, so you, know, you we might have down. a schedule to be with Monday on Monday, but I might need you on Monday. We need we need to break down the dynamics, right? Right. And that way we all on the same page. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, how's the house set up? And so depending on ideology, right? Which is the reason why, even though you're telling me to throw nature out, I have to go back. <laughs> I have to go back to it. Um, typically, we'll all be in the same dwelling. When I say all in the same dwelling, I'm not talking about all in the same house. I'm talking about we're all on the same land. So you'll always have access. Always have access to that individual. And now it's a matter of whether it's a need or whether it's a want. You want him to be by you every night, but is that an actual necessity? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, King. Sorry. <laughs> so you don't you don't take trips? I do, but oh, okay. No, 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 no. Now we're not gonna back it up now because if that is a need, if that is a need, the same way our body needs water and things of that particular nature, right? That means when you take that trip, you go on that girl trip, your husband, your man, or whoever. Is sitting in that room in bed waiting for you to get back. No, he Man. ain't. He in, he in the bed with Monday. You know what no, he's right. talking about? <laughs> he's talking about relationships in general. Helpful. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but but, and, but as far as the dynamic is concerned, when I say we're all in the same dwelling, I'm not talking about we're in, all in the same house. We all have you all have the same access. Right. We all have the same access. So typically. Typically, depending on the individual, uh, nine times out of 10, the man is going to have his own room. He's going to have his own room. You know, where all the otherwise, all his wives are going to have their own room as well. Or not. So in essence, really, unless we about to be intimate or something of that nature, we all sleeping by ourselves. Yeah, no. If I'm married, I ain't sleeping by myself every damn night. Um, but that's because <laughs> that is what we are accustomed to. <laughs> based on where we live at, the society that we actually live in. 
outside of our culture is not like that. That's just yes, like that's but just the, the whole reason why we're having this conversation is because monogamy is what we are accustomed to. That's what we've been taught. That's what we grew up off of. But outside of our culture, is something completely different. Right. Matter of fact, well, I, I, I do agree with that. <clears throat> that monogamy is something that is like in the Christian culture. It's something that we taught in America and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but in other cultures, a lot of those people. What he say? I didn't hear. No, I said doesn't make sense because Christianity used the same Bible that everybody else does. Right, right, right. That's in the Old Testament. <laughs> 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 too, too. They just don't. Yeah, honey. I've been told so many times that's the Old Testament, like, but it's still there. Right. <laughs> but um, in a whole lot of other cultures they are um and i lost my word where the man the the family put the people together mm -hmm. oh arranged marriages yes arranged mm -hmm. marriages mm -hmm. there's a lot of arranged marriages in other cultures mm -hmm. so i can kind of understand how it is easier for those people to sleep in different beds because they don't necessarily love each other know each other mm -hmm. they're with each other because their families put them together right. a lot of times in christianity if christianity was the way that society wants it to be people meet each other they fall in love and decide that they want to get married right so how, i can understand, understand how has that been working out i ain't and, saying it's been working yeah. but <laughs> i can understand how you not having that initial emotional attachment can make mm. things easier easier to you might not want that, that man there anyway let's say so you getting right. a break you know what i'm saying like just to be real man thank you for, for me I'm, I'm gonna speak for me real quick All right, for me um if we would have had this conversation before like i say 2017 i've been talking completely different right but uh, it's something that I always known about. It's just something that I didn't think was necessarily the smartest thing to do. But I literally, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to call it an epiphany. That way everybody can understand what it is that I'm saying. I don't want to say it the way it actually came. <laughs> but I had an epiphany. And um, literally, it was the last part of my baby that I had to put together. You know, and um, it was the reality of the fact that um it helps bring structure to us as a community you know what i'm saying when you look at and i hate bringing up the numbers because everybody always brings up the numbers oh, no, no, no. there's more women than it is men okay yes it is you know but at the end of the day i'm not concerned about the, the women and the men, I'm concerned about the household. I'm concerned about the, the kids that are growing up in, in fatherless homes and things of that particular nature. And please don't get me wrong. I'm not just saying, just throw anybody in there. I was here, that was going to be my next we, one. We got a lot of <laughs> underdeveloped men out there, Thanks. which for me brings the numbers down even more, right? So as a people, in order for us to get the stability that we actually need, it's going to require those developed men to take on more than what they're actually taking on. You know, for me, I'm very much so satisfied, uh, deeply in love with my wife, 
But the reality of it is, is that the direction that my family is going and just seeing my wife and how she functions and operates, it is literally a necessity. What do I mean by that? My wife is not meant to stay at home. But um, my wife, she she is she's been a stay at home mom for well over ten years now, right? Wow. And um, I know and I understand that um, I'm not allowing her to grow in the manner in which she's meant to grow. Right? Like she can't operate in the fullness of herself in the position that she's in right now. You know, but there are other women out there that the only thing they want to do is sit at home, take care of the kids teach the kids like that's what it is that they live for that's 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 what makes them happy Mm -hmm. right we're not saying my wife is not happy that way that she doesn't enjoy doing it what i'm saying is is that there's so much more greatness in her that needs to come out and if she sits back and wait until all these kids mind you my youngest is about to be two so she got a whole another 16 years right before we free and clear, and that's if we don't have any more kids in between that time, right? Mm. I think I seen something that you wanted a boy. A girl. <laughs> a girl. <laughs> a girl. <laughs> one of my last baby to be a girl. I got a whole bunch of boys rattled off uh, in a row, so I wanted my last one to be a girl. Yeah. You know, and then even with, um, even with me, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be traveling a whole lot. You know, but the reality of it is my wife is not going to be there to travel with me. But I need that campaign and it's going to be there with me in the midst of it. You know, I understand. I see what, exactly what it is that I need. It's a necessity. Now, don't get me wrong. My wife was, a, you know what, I'm not doing this, but I want you to go ahead and handle your business and do it. And she decided she's going to walk away. Guess what? I won't be doing it. Well. Not because right. it's not just solely about me. It is about the household as a whole. Right. And that's the issue. That's what I take issue with. Because a lot of men that's talking this thing or whatnot, they have no real purpose behind what it is that they're trying to do outside of some selfish desires, which is the reason why I believe that a lot of women feel the way that you feel, Chastity, is that they're doing it behind selfish reasons. Right. right. It's this. It's just selfish. So, you know, it makes you look at it like, yo, if you doing this because of this, then I need to be able to do this because of this. You know what I'm saying? We all have that mentality, period. You just went out here and cheated on me. You know what? Well, the younger us might do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm about, I'm about to go do it. And we, we, <laughs> that's it's in our nature. It's in our nature to dog going to do things of that particular nature. So if we come at it the, the right way, you know what I'm saying, with a genuine purpose behind it, because trust and believe, if you're not doing it, whatever whatever your underlying truth of doing this particular dynamic, it is going to come out. It is going to come out, you know what I'm saying? And trust and believe, I look at it as nothing more than multiple monogamous relationships. That is all it is. So if you don't know how to handle one monogamous relationship, the only thing you're going to do is jack up multiple. <laughs> multiple, right. <clears throat> About healing. We need healing as a people. You know, so, I mean, I get it. 
No, I, I definitely do. I don't agree with it. <laughs> but I get the fact that a lot of us out, a lot of men, underdeveloped men are coming out talking about this from a self-centered, selfish demeanor, not realizing that the reason why we're getting this pushback the way that we are is because we're coming from uh, a self-centered, selfish manner. It's, it's, it's literally the, um, uh, the law of reaping and sowing, the law of attraction. You know what I'm saying? You attract what it is that you actually put out. So if you're putting out that selfish, self-centered demeanor, that's what it is that you're going to get back. Period. So, so, <clears throat> oh Lord. Honestly, I agree with everything that you said. I, I just like to disagree too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I want to get like better understanding. So, the thing is, I honestly feel like the unit could work. However, like you said, there are a lot of men that. Could, can't even take care of a dog mm. that try to do this type of thing and or talk about it or whatever and everybody is not built like y'all I, I know I said that the other night on your podcast I was like y'all are like the minority of men that actually want to take care of their kids take care of their women make sure that their needs are met as much as you can possibly meet it and it sounds crazy that that y'all are even considered a minority like it should be a majority of men but a lot of men are not built like that a lot of men are bitch made and should be women at the end of the day and the thing about it is y'all control that aspect of it as well oh yeah i agree you Mm -hmm. you control it because whatever whatever requirement you have in order for us to have you that is what we're going to do yeah, so if you look up, if men look up one day and all of a sudden all these women are attaching themselves to men and they basically have themselves together you know, or whatnot, and y'all make a requirement that you need to have X, Y, Z, basically A through Z in order to be with me, mm-hmm. they're going to go out there and get A through Z. Right. I mean, just, just look at it over, over the generation. I think I talked about this uh, the last time, right? When you had light skin that was in for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Then it was dark skin. You know, it was nothing. As men, there was nothing that we could do in reference to that. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't bleach our skin. We couldn't pull a Michael Jackson. Couldn't do none of that, right? And then when it came down to money, men started working harder, right? Started hustling and things of that particular nature. Whatever it was that they could do in order to get money, that's what we did. You know what I'm saying? Um, fashion, things of that particular nature, whatever it was that y'all put out there that y'all was looking for. And matter of fact, before there was money, you had that be ripped up. I remember them days because I, I was a kid and I ain't even, wasn't even fully developed yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in, the, in, in, in the house doing push-ups and, and curling <laughs> bars and everything. I'm eight, nine years old curling bars or whatnot because the little kids that, that was ripped up, <laughs> <laughs> was the one and all the, the girls, yeah, all the girls going to you know what I'm saying now this day and age it kind of boils down to money you know what I'm saying I'm not saying every woman is like that but when you look at the entire scope majority it boils down to money because literally I don't see I, I look at some people and I look at this dude like 
I know I look better than this joker. You know what I'm saying? This joker titty is bigger than hers. I mean, what? You know, Don't come for me. <laughs> no, I'm good. That's <laughs> men. You know what I'm saying? So she talking about them beast things. She get no. girl bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, good. You know, so literally when I say y'all, y'all really set the standard, y'all, y'all set the standard, you know, but the reality of it is it's still gonna come back to that particular point because um if we're talking about everyone being attached to to someone, then at the end of the day, you know, some people are gonna be attached to more than one to the same person. Yeah, that I agree with. I think I think my ultimate person that I'm supposed to be with is married. He need to just go ahead and leave her or she need to accept me. Now let me stop. <laughs> King, you said that, right? You said that most of the yeah. men were married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that. I said that there's a man out there for every woman is this your man might be married. It's- <laughs> Some people are going to be mad about that. They're like, not okay. my husband. No, real, real talk. It ain't going to be a whole lot of single women that's going to be mad about it. It's going to be a whole lot of married women that's going to be mad about it. And yeah. now, let, let, me, let me get this warning right here, right? Especially to my married women. Don't think that this will... Let me rephrase that. This topic is going to bring up whatever negative is within you. Yeah. It's going to bring up whatever negativity is within you, whatever's sitting at the bottom of the barrel, whatever they put in the stuff in order to clean the bottom of the barrel, make it push to the top, it's going to come to the top. Yeah. And so be careful. Be careful because if, if your husband walk away, don't think that he's walking away because he want multiple wives. No, whatever it is that you had at the bottom of that barrel that swooped up to the top, it's what pushed him up the door. And what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself on the outside looking in on something that you could have been at the at the forefront of. At the forefront of. I'm not saying that that's how it's going to be. All I'm saying is be careful. Be careful because I've seen a lot of these conversations and it's it it gets ugly. Yeah, it's ugly. As a matter of fact, I've had some conversations with my wife and it's gotten ugly. You know, but for me, it was a good thing. It was a good thing because these are those things that's at the bottom of the barrel that need to come up so we can address them, address them, fix it, and not have to deal with it anymore. So even if I don't take on another wife or anything of that particular nature, I'm happy that we've had these conversations so that I can see it. And it ain't just about her, it's about me too. There's some stuff that came up from the bottom of the barrel that I ain't even know was there. You know, so it, it was definitely a good thing. But I'm just going to say, be careful. Don't be on the outside looking in. And next thing you know, you left that good man. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and all of a sudden, you you left with all, all the rejects. All these. <laughs> all the, <laughs> the rejects you people. I take that back. I take that back. You and they out there not looking good as a unit. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, and don't don't get caught up where you have a fully developed man, and then you're left having to choose from a bunch of underdeveloped men. You know, so hold on to what it is that you got and open your mind. Yeah. Open your mind up because that man has been married for 10, 15, 20 years. He's a prime candidate. You want to know why? 
because he kept you happy for 10, 15, 20 years. And I'm going to tell you now, you're not going to sit back and be That's not always with. true. No way. I'm going to go ahead. He <laughs> for 10, 20 years, so you made the appearance that everything is good. Take it right. now, now, you're, now you're cooking. Right. The appearance that everything is good, so you ain't gonna be able to pull that car. All of a sudden, now he's talking about to bringing on another wife. That all of a sudden everything is is all bad. Right. It's not going to work. And you know, honestly, a lot of a lot of these relationships that are quote unquote monogamous, they are really unit. But the man has to lie and say that he's going. It's not really a unit. But go ahead. <laughs> Pretty sure no, it, I'd be in agreement. It's four units. It's half a unit. But um, yeah, because the man, he has to lie about where he's going. And then the woman has to put on the whole facade of she don't know that her husband is cheating, but he really is. And she okay with it. And she's staying there. So it would make sense to just everybody just be in one dwelling. Mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, a lot of people might get mad at me for saying this, right? And I know and I understand that every every man is not built to be um, in a unit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just like every man is not built to be monogamous. But you have several of us that are working at it every single day. Right? When I, I, I say working because I don't want to say struggling or anything of that particular nature. Like it's a burden to us because it's not. It's just extra work. And what I mean by that is, is that it's it's literally in us. It's a part of our nature to be that way, but we are pushing ourselves to be outside of who we are so that we can please and keep you happy. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, especially knowing that in doing that, if, if I go out here and slip up, have a weak moment or something of that particular nature is over. Or right. potentially could be over. And I'm not saying that this is the reason why it should be done or anything of that particular nature. What I'm saying is, is that you, you have men out here and that are literally built to be this way. And they are being forced to be something completely different. Not by, not saying that that's what y'all are doing. What we I are saying our love for you is forcing us to be this way. That's the difference. We're not saying that y'all got us shackled down or anything. No, what we're saying is that we love you so much. We care about how it is that you feel so much that we don't even want to put that burden on you type ordeal. Yeah, I get that. I get that. My so I've watched a few of those, and I know TV is just what it is. It's TV. But I've watched a few of these shows where they live this lifestyle that you are speaking of. Mm. And the man always seems really happy and joyful and making it seem like everything's good to go. He, you know. And the women be. And then the women be struggling. <laughs> Even though they living with it, they, like Chastity said, they struggling because, you know, she needed him on Tuesday, but he was with Tuesday night or, you know, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Like as far as the the logistics of it, it was working. Yes, you know he was the head of the household. They was living together, whatever the case may be. But I didn't see the women being a hundred percent fulfilled. Right. So. So do you have an example of this kind of relationship that works and everybody is a hundred percent happy? 
in my first question. And my second question is, you said you and your wife had talked about it. Where y'all at in y'all discussion? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and bring wifey on. Let her tell where she's at. Because his, his at and her at may be two different ads. No, no I'm going to keep it 100. Well, that's one thing I am. So, so I'm going to address the first question. All right. And I'll deal with the, the, the question about the wifey afterwards, right? So I might have to light a cigarette on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though, seriously, though. Um, the reason being is this is the reason why I'm talking about changing the, uh, the uh, narrative on these type of relationships because the vast majority of them are not being done correctly. Mm. You know, and a lot of it has to do with the ide- the ideologies and stuff that we actually deal with versus if we look at it from a natural standpoint or from nature, you know, it will work out a little bit better. Um, quite frankly, the vast majority of us are not ready for a dynamic like this. The reason why I say that is uh, because we still are not functioning and operating in the fullness of ourselves. We still have skeletons um, in our closet that we need to deal with. We got elephants in the rooms, we got walls built up. It is so much stuff that hinders us even from a monogamous relationship, right? So if we're not ready for that piece, we're definitely not ready to take on multiple, right? So what you're seeing is, is that there are already underlying issues that they're coming in with. right? that haven't been dealt with at all. So it's not so much that the fulfillment might not be there, it's that there are internal issues that need to be dealt with. And what we have been um, shown to believe is that our significant others are supposed to fix those issues when we're not. We're supposed to fix those issues internally. Internally, now we can we can be there, and we can definitely be there. We'll hold your hand. It's it's almost like having surgery. I am not equipped to give anybody surgery. If I give you surgery, you're gonna die. <laughs> Simple as that. And that off that first cut, you're it's over with. <laughs> it's over with. But what I can do uh, is I can drive you to the hospital, make sure that you're prepped or not if you need it to doggone fast before the surgery i make sure you fast before the surgery uh, if i can be in the room i'll be in the room if not i will be there waiting on you until that surgery is complete and you come out and you are whole as simple as that and it's the exact same thing when it comes down to uh, the issues that we have internally and a lot of us feel like we don't have any issues but we really do no we all you know? got issues right yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have a lot of people out there that just think that uh, I'm I'm cool. Matter of fact, I'll say they're content. They are content with where they're at, not knowing that there's so much more. Or now that's just like there's a lot of us out here that really feel like we know who we are when we really don't because we haven't really addressed those issues to know who we are in the fullness of ourselves. Right. All right. So we're going into these. And I'm not just talking about polygynous, uh, polygynous relationships or units. I'm talking about even in monogamous relationships. We're going into these relationships or not broken and everything else thinking that oh, I have somebody to love me. I'm going to be OK. No, I can't love my wife more than she loves herself. Right. 
at all. So the more that she deals with herself internally and things of that particular nature, the more she loves on herself, the more love she has for herself, that's even more love that I can uh, go and be, and be able to give her. But on the flip side, guess what? I can't give out more love than I have for myself. Right. <clears throat> that's true. I just can't. So, I mean, there is really no difference between a monogamous relationship and a polygynous uh, relationship when it comes down to the emotional aspect and things of that particular nature. You know, um, a lot of that stuff, um, yes, there are things that, and that happen and take place that needs to be dealt with right then and there. But even in going to the, through this, if we know, matter of fact, let me, let me backtrack. If we deal with ourselves first, right? Really know ourselves. All right, deal with the skeletons in the closet, uh, break down the walls, get the elephants and stuff out of the room. We'll understand, truly understand ourselves. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that, we'll understand exactly what it is that, that we need out of life. And we understand what it is that we need out of life, that need is gonna become a want. Mm -hmm. All right, so once I know what it is that I need and I understand what it is that I want, I know exactly what direction that I'm going. So guess what? I'm not gonna even bother a female if she's not even going in the direction that I'm going at all. We going to waste the time. A lot of men bother <laughs> women and they ain't going in the direction that they go. They go both ways. A lot of us women don't be ready either, honey. Don't do that. Reason why I've been preaching before. <laughs> know thyself. Issues and address, address those internal issues. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you stop messing with anybody, uh, anything of that particular nature. Go, you go get your rocks off, or whatever it is that you're gonna do. Just don't get into anything serious, right? Until you have dealt with those skeletons in the closet, broke them walls down, and got them elephants out the room. Once you right. start operating in the fullness of yourself, I assure you, women, you're not even gonna have to look. He's gonna be right there. It's going to be right there because if y'all doing it on y'all end and we doing it on our end, we're going to know exactly what it is as men that we want and we're going to get it. If I know I need a car, I'm going to get that car. It's as simple as that. So if I see, if it's one of y'all, right, and a man knows that whatever is in you, he needs that, he's coming to get it by any means necessary. I can assure you that. Hey, try me, try me, try me. I'm, I'm so sick. I agree. I agree with him though. Like if we really actually waited till we was ready for one and then held out for what we needed for two, I feel like we would be off better. So, but a I lot agree. of us don't. A lot of us date before we ready, and a lot of us try to ask for stuff we can't give. Yeah. So outside try to make somebody that, out somebody they not like. Outside of that, a lot of times there are a lot of women because I'm even guilty of this judgment that I'm about to say. There are a lot of women that stand their ground on what they want and what they expect from a man and all this kind of stuff. And then they are looked at as being too independent or too bitchy or too whatever, whatever derogatory yep. words men want to use towards those women. Mm -hmm. I've been guilty of saying it to about some women myself. I'm like, okay, she you need to calm down. Like she doing too yeah. much. We have been but, told that we're unrealistic. 
Right. So I understand what you're saying as far as if women say, you know, this is what I want. I'm not going to take anything less than this. Then they'll get the man that they want. But a lot of the times they ain't finding these men and you will say that they out there. You just got to keep waiting. You just got to keep waiting. But damn it, women about to die off waiting for the men that are supposedly okay with them knowing what they want. And that's why we can't reproduce because the men ain't what we want or need. So, <laughs> so typically when I come across women like that, I ask them, is that even what they really want? To be honest with you. And then I reference, what is it that you actually need? You know, because your wants are going to change. Mm -hmm. Needs, not so much. But I think that, so I think that needs change. Hmm. Not as and often I, as I wants do. That, huh? Not as often as wants do. Thanks. But yeah, I agree. Wants change more than needs, but I also feel like needs change as well. Uh, like, over time, um, yeah. over, huh? time. over time, definitely. Right. But yeah. even like just you, like women out there dating and just trying to figure out who they want to settle down with probably me and two. I don't know. I'm just talking from a woman's perspective, but um, there's certain guys that I might meet and I'd be like, okay, from him, I need this. And they probably can't give it, give it to me, but then I might meet somebody else that can give me what they was give, what they was lacking in as far as need. But then from this person, I need, something else and then that need that i needed from person a now is just a, a it's just a want because i'm okay but i need something different now i don't know i feel like you're mixing up needs and wants but i might be wrong i might i feel like there's a borderline of what you absolutely need from somebody and that's like he said that's not going to change like if you so know you like, need okay. a provider then you need a provider if you know but you I, need somebody that's you know what i'm saying like i guess i i guess I, I probably am mixing it up so like for example like for me sometimes i might need somebody that is gonna mow the yard every saturday i don't have to worry about mowing the yard every saturday but then sometimes i'd be like I don't want somebody that's going to mow the yard every Saturday. I want to go out there and mow the yard every Saturday. So it might just be a want or I might just be crazy. <laughs> let me, let me ask little you. Little bell bow, little bell bow. <laughs> let me ask you this and then, then I answer what you're trying to ask off of what it is that, that, uh, that you answer, right? Don't be trying to therapy me, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, King. <laughs> what are you looking for in and from a man? Like, what are your characteristics? What are your needs? My characteristics is I want, okay. If I, if I just break it down, like just being, not going into a long story, I just want to not have to think if that makes sense. I am sick that ain't of being. Happen, but go ahead. <laughs> so, it, I feel like it can happen. And when I say not think, I don't want to think. I don't want to be 
alpha. I don't want to be an alpha female. I don't want to be an independent female. I always say I can do everything that a man can do, um, but I don't want to do it. But I'm, I, so I want that. But then I also want somebody that's my best friend that I can talk to pretty much not the same way I talk to my girls, but like it, it might be a thin line in between the way I talk to them and the way I talk to him. And so, and somebody that's funny, makes me laugh and I, I want a protector and a friend. Okay. That's everything. I guess. I guess I want a protector and a friend. And then if he's financially stable, that's amazing. Like that's just the added yeah. bonus. If he's financially it stable, be that's number a bonus. one on your list. It's not number one Go because ahead. I feel like that a lot of people look for financial stability and then they're miserable. So that's not number one on my list. It might be like third or fourth on my list, but I don't think that being financially stable it pays the bills yes but am I happy no because I had somebody that paid all my bills and I was not happy so paying all your bills and being financially stable is two different things but they was financially stable enough that I didn't have to worry about anything other than the fact that they wasn't emotionally there I don't know go ahead King okay so (laughs) I'm gathering what I'm gathering is is that you need security in all aspects, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, in every aspect. I guess that's what it is. Um, And to be quite honest with you, there's nothing wrong with what it is that you're requesting, what it is that you're looking for. Um, The best friend part. So that's gonna be a hard one. That's gonna be a hard one because literally i can't speak for everybody when it when it comes down to best friends right uh but typically that's that individual that really understands you right right i don't think my best friends understand me all the time (laughs) (laughs) but for the most part yeah we all agree it's almost (laughs) impossible for us as men to fully understand you as women the same way is almost impossible for y'all to fully understand us as men reason being is let's look at the physical aspect of it you know what i'm saying we don't every month y'all need a cycle we have no idea what that is (laughs) whatsoever i can't from a scientific standpoint i can break that thing down but what you are feeling emotionally during that particular time I'm going to always be disconnected because right. I don't it's like get... feed me. Don't feed me. Be with me, but get away from me. Exactly. And y'all better understand all that. <laughs> exactly. We're not, we just not, you know what I'm saying? Even, even when you're giving birth, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I cannot fathom it. You know, whatever it is that you want, you have to communicate, tell it to me or not. And I will get it. But what it is that you are physically going through, what it is that you're emotionally going through, I will never be able to connect with you on that particular level. Even from a perspective standpoint, our perspectives are always going to be different. We might see everything and come to um, a general conclusion where we agree, but our perspectives are always going to be different. So when we look at it from a best friend standpoint, most times that best friend is always going to come from the same spectrum that you're coming from 
Mm, because they can no, we disagree all the time. <laughs> no, go ahead. We, we, but we do. We disagree. <laughs> like, honestly, it, it, it best friends. So a lot of people assume that best friends are supposed to agree on everything. No, no, I, I don't agree with that. But I think a lot of people think that. Mm-hmm. But me and my friends, like, we, we literally, like, be in our group chats and we disagree on 85% of the stuff. And then we come together as a collective at the end to agree to disagree but we don't necessarily agree on everything. And that's not what I want my man to do. I don't want him to agree in with mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. I just want like somebody that understands where I'm coming from. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to understand understand me or understand the situation, but you you get it. And you're like, that's kind of crazy. That's but what I get why you're upset. Men, most times we're not going to get it. But some men do. And they're lying <laughs> for real. They're telling women what they want to hear. I'm so serious. They are lying. They I are must, lying from, a, from the perspective that you're seeing. It's just like I, I use this as an example, right? Um, me and my wife, we uh, we lost a child some year, uh, um, a few years back, a few years back, right? Um, even though we both experienced that loss, right? Her experience and emotions behind it was completely different from my experience and emotions behind it right and although i understood where she was coming from i did not completely understand because we're looking at it from two completely different perspectives you have to look at it she carried she was carrying this thing within her right you know, even though I was there, and that's not to dismiss anything it is that I was going through or any man ever goes through or whatnot, because that's one thing that I don't like. And people thinking just because y'all carry the baby that y'all have a deeper connection. No, no, it's just a different connection. That is that is it. There's nothing deeper. It's just different. Did, it's did different. your uterus get walked on? No way. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm just... No, it didn't. <laughs> but you won't get up late at night going to get some <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing what i'm saying is is that the emotion behind it even though we was looking at the very exact same thing we were still looking at it from two completely different perspectives right right so even though uh we had the ability to, to console each other or whatnot, uh, it still took other women that had been through what it is that can really truly identify with the emotions that she was actually going through to help that healing process. The exact same way that as a man, you know what I'm saying, from my end, um, it was better for me um, dealing with and talking to other men that actually went through what it was that I actually went through because they understood from an emotional standpoint what it was that I was going through. Right. You know, and that's not to say that we weren't able to help each other. We very but so did. It's just we could not complete it. We couldn't complete it. And I don't think the healing will ever be complete. But I think y'all understand what I'm saying. I get it, but... Check out that butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's only a small butt. So I think that, um, so I get what you're saying as far as like y'all 
dealt with something on two different levels. And that's why men and women can't necessarily be best friends because they don't always understand where each other are coming from. So I understand that, but also women have the same issues. There are women that are very fertile that can have babies mm-hmm. like this. And there's other women that can't have babies that or they can get pregnant, but they always lose their baby or or they can't get pregnant at all. And then you come, you there in the women community, there are a lot of women that don't understand why a woman would be upset, that upset over something that she never met. And I know it sounds crazy, but there are a lot of women that feel like that towards women that lose babies. And they're like, oh, I mean, like, and I've seen it. That's the only reason I'm saying it. I've seen people feel like that. So anyway, those people, well, I guess not at the end of the day, they probably ain't best friends if they don't understand it. Now that I went through it, look, look now that I went through it internally, now that I internalized it, I yeah. But there are women that don't necessarily deal with the same thing that other women deal with, as far as like their bodies, and they don't always one hundred percent understand what other women are going through because they didn't go through it. Mm. And it's something as minor as okay. So this sounds gross, but it's something as minor as um, bacterial vaginosis. A lot of people associate bacterial vaginosis as being gross, and that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. And but some women, even friends, might not understand that because they never dealt with it and they don't know, you know, the steps that comes with it and all that kind of stuff. So, and they can still be friends and be best friends. That's just something minor that I could think of off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it all comes down to if none, no one in, if no woman settled in a relationship, then it would be, your mate would be easily accessible. I ain't gonna. <laughs> I I agree. I agree to a certain degree. Like uh, like I feel like Chastity's coming from her experience because she hasn't found that one. Mm-hmm. And you know you may be saying it's because that man is not out there. But why? No, would I-, I think he's out there. I'm just trying to figure out where the hell he is. <laughs> I told you he married. <laughs> I don't feel like I don't feel like dealing but like with even that. but like even when you was talking you were saying I'd rather have someone in my relationship that I can be best friends with that's gonna listen to me or whatever you said I can't remember verbatim he don't have to be financially stable but reality is most of us women are never going to be happy with somebody that's not financially stable so you're given that you're given that I'd rather have this than that one. Why can't you have all of it? No, I didn't say that. I didn't want to be financially stable. No, you're saying you could be okay without is what you said. So you could be okay without somebody that you can't talk to? I'm I'm saying, why can't you have it all? Why are we we okay with saying I'll be okay with this, but not that? No. As a species. So I guess, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I don't agree with what you're saying. So... (laughs) I didn't say that I don't want him to be. I ain't say you did that. I'm saying you saying I, you said verbatim. I would rather tell me if I'm wrong, King. 
I would yes. rather have somebody and it shouldn't be that. Right. Like reality is we can sit here and say we want the best friend all day, but y'all got money problems. That's going to succeed everything. Every friendship. But not always, but that, that's not always like, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's going to, it, it would never be a problem in my relationship, but I done seen some poor people that are very, 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 very happy and in love. And they are happy and in love with being poor, living in their shack. Can't they can see the ground from their bathroom? I ain't never and been so, around huh? a lot of poor people. I ain't never I, been but I have, and I, <laughs> I, I, I been around. I done been around people that are in poverty, and I done been around a whole lot of very rich, successful people. I've been lucky enough to see a whole lot of walks of life, and I've been lucky enough to see people that are truly a hundred percent in love, and people that are. 50% in love, but only there for whatever selfish reasons that they want to be there. I want to find a happy medium where I can still be selfish because I feel like everybody is selfish at the end of the day, but still have that, that love. And I think that it's possible. And y'all can say that it's not possible, but I feel like that's because people need therapy and they've never seen true, honestly, true, honest love and they just want to go off of what society has taught them. And I'm not going off of what society has taught me because I've never seen, I mean, well, I ain't gonna say I ain't never seen, but I hardly ever see true love. But I honestly think that it's out there, but everybody is with their own agendas and they want certain things. And then they want to fairy tale it as being a lovely relationship. And at the end of the day, it's bullshit and they're unhappy. I don't want to be unhappy in my relationship is basically at what I want, what I want at the end of the day. I don't want to marry somebody and be with somebody and just be there because I have to be there. I want Which to be I there. To I, I totally to agree there. with that. I just don't see why we, why we have to, why, why can't we have it all? And, but I think we can have it all, but I also think that a lot of women want financial stability and that's where they, that's no, like a lot of women one, want two, a three. rich man that's going to take care of them. That's not, yeah, and that's number stability. one, number two, number three. That's not three. financial stability though. That's something totally different. If you say so. Tell me if I'm wrong, please. But I feel like that's totally different. Like yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with me saying I want somebody to meet me halfway financially and we can still be friends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> like, let, me, let me go like, back then. <laughs> let me go back then. So I'm, not financially. I don't even agree with that. I know you don't. You think the man's supposed to take care of the household, but I'm just saying like but a I, lot of women want somebody. So a <laughs> lot of women are in relationships because they are afraid to they're, they're afraid that they can't take care of their self outside of the relationship. Financially. They're settling. That's what I'm saying. I feel like right. so I don't want to settle and right. be with somebody just because they can help me go half on the bills. Right. That makes more sense. Go ahead, Kay. I feel you bubbling over there, but that makes more sense. I just, yeah. No, I, I get what's being said. I just, I don't, I don't like that narrative at all. You know, it's, I think the reason why we're having a lot of issues within our relationships, both married and unmarried, is because of our self-centered nature. You know what I'm saying? We, we attract what it is that we put out. It's as simple as that. I must be putting out that I'm poor. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm poor so and lazy and want to live off people. That's is, what I put out in the universe. It is literally the law of reaping and sowing, right? You know, just because you sow a seed doesn't mean that then that's what you're going to get back. 
right? It's just like, um, let's look at it this way, right? Um, we got a lot of women out there that got baby daddy issues, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of, they're not looking at the fact that they're looking at the baby daddy like he's being selfish and things of that particular nature because he don't want to have nothing to do with his child and things of that. He was selfish. At, this at the core, he's but being But women knew it before they had the baby with him too. But no, he, he, no, uh, he tried. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't even do that. Go ahead, Kay. What I'm saying is you helped draw that in. Your own self-centered nature helped draw that in. Literally. You, you, you upset because this joke over here being <laughs> selfish or whatnot, not realizing that you're doing the exact same thing. Listen, not- I've already admitted and said that I'm guilty of all of my problems that I have with my baby daddy. <laughs> but when we when we look at marriage, though, when we look at marriage, when, when you look at the traditional marriage vows, it says nothing about what it is that you're expecting from that individual. It says everything that you're going to do for that individual whenever it comes to marriage so i want to do all that stuff i want to do that i but, want to. But, but listen what i'm saying is in your vows it says nothing and it ain't uh and yes i i plan on doing x y and z but in return you better do a b and c that's yeah. not what it says that's not what it says it's literally you important and given and given and given that other person is supposed to be given and given and given right Mm-hmm. It never says what your expectations is in return whatsoever. The thing about it is, is, is this, right? We get into relationships looking for what it is that we're supposed to receive versus what it is that we can actually give. You know, uh, I think the beautiful thing when we operating in the fullness of ourselves is when we are literally not... And you have a lot of people that say enhancing people, but I don't believe in enhancing anyone. I believe in amplifying and amplifying that person. Like you're already doing something that can be heard already. The only thing that happens is that when we come together, our connection just amplifies whatever it is that you're already doing. Literally. But those are two people that don't work through their problems. Right. It's just the reason why I'm promoting that everyone gets therapy. Go see the lady. Take some time. Even if you don't have time. If you, even if you don't have the money to go do some therapy, do some inner soul such searching. Yeah. Right. Do some inner soul searching for real. Trust and believe. I did not go through a whole bunch of therapy in order to get to where I'm, and I still got work to do. Right. I still got work to do. You know, and you just have to start somewhere. The thing about it is, everybody want to start big. They want to. They want to. They want to get all the way to the core, not realizing you got to pull the layers back. Right. Mm-hmm. Pull the layers back. Start simple. <laughs> Start simple. Why do I get upset every time this kid do this right here? <laughs> so serious. Start simple. Right. Start simple, right. and it's just a matter of asking why. Why? Why do I feel this way about this right here? Not guarantee you. If you really look at it, because I still do it to this day. Matter of fact, me and my wife, we were talking about it er- and talking about our past relationships earlier today. You know, as I get older and I look at my past relationships, I always see something different that I need to account for within those relationships. Because in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? The only thing that I seen was what they did. That is it. 
Right. I was playing a victim. But as I years went on, started evaluating myself and things of that particular nature, I could start seeing the areas where I jacked up at. Right. And as I get older, whenever I reflect on it, I always find something that I could have did better. Yeah. And literally, that's what it boils down to. That's the first step right there. Stop playing victim. Honey. I don't play victim. <laughs> that's why I say about baby mamas, like, not just baby mamas, but just people in general, but baby mamas. Like, we, <laughs> like, like you said earlier, we like to blame baby daddy. But a lot of times, either A, we didn't know him anyway when we had the baby, or number two, we didn't want to know. <laughs> like, just be real. Like, right, we get signs. You get, we get signs. Women ain't stupid. We got intuition. We know. We either, like I said, we either don't know because we jump into it and we just what it was we got pregnant, or we knew and we just ignore the signs. But then whenever the time comes, we expect a man to jump up and do what he's supposed to do. But in reality, is that's your expectations. That may not be theirs. Right. We want to play the bank blame game because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Oh, I'm still gonna play the blame game. <laughs> I understand. I missed the red flags, but I'm still gonna play the damn blame game. <laughs> nigga, you knew. You knew I wasn't ready. No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same for men. If you hear a lot of men who they, if they got crazy baby mamas, they knew heaven was crazy before they had the baby with them. Like, just be real. Like, it's the right. same both ways. You saw her cuss out a caterpillar for no reason, and then all of a sudden you want to know why she mad no. that the baby shitted on herself. Like <laughs> my crazy one, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? But reflecting back, you know, um, there were signs that I that I missed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shoot, your mama rocked you till you was 12 years old. That's, that's a sign. Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. That's a sign. I'm gonna do that to my kids. They won't let me. Yeah, Negative. Not your kids like that. Right. <laughs> They're like, move. I'm like, I just want to come. No. I be telling mine, go away. <laughs> I'm just saying it was it was it was things that I didn't pay attention to. You know, what I'm saying the signs the signs was there. You know, I I, I was that. Like I do not understand why she's so doggone this this and the third. You know, but. I had to literally reevaluate myself, look at myself. What what did I do? You know, right. um, to put myself in this situation. Hopefully, evaluate myself or help uh, her to evaluate herself. I I put the energy out there. She do some evaluation. And we get this thing together. You know, what right. I'm so it's just as simple as that. Right, right. Well, I'm pretty sure we probably about at time. But I'm not gonna let you get out of the question. Have you and your wife had the conversation in where yet? <laughs> Before we close up, because right, I'm interested to know what she thinks and how she feel about. It. We have been having that conversation since 2017, right? Um, and she going through the process that I believe every married woman uh, whose husband um, gets to the point where they are at this point, this stage where they dealing with their truth. Well, I don't even like saying their truth, but um, just being honest about themselves and who they are or not what actually go through. You know, one of the first stages is not feeling like they're enough. Uh, That's how she felt. Like she wasn't enough. I had to go through the process of showing her like, yo, it has nothing to do with it. You know, went through the stage of, oh, you just want to be out here messing with different women. No, 
and go through that process. Yo, as much as I travel and things that in that nature, if I wanted to mess with somebody else, right, I could do it and you'd never know anything. It has nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just for me going through the different stages. Like she understands it. Uh, she understands the benefits and stuff behind it or whatnot. Uh, I think it would be easier for her if um what's the word for it? my fact i ain't i'm not about to bite my tongue about none of this nonsense uh it would be easier for her if um the viewpoint of other people's how she'd be viewed by others and when i say yeah. others i'm not talking about random people i'm talking about how she'd be yeah. viewed by family members how she'd be mm -hmm. by friends things of that particular mm -hmm. nature or whatnot because you hear you have a lot of people out here that feel like that hey women that do this oh they got to be weak or, or they, they this this and the third not understanding that they on a whole nother level um, from the vast majority of y'all that's out there doing it you know what i'm saying now don't get me wrong don't get me wrong. You got some men out there that are playing on you know, women's emotions and things of that particular nature and pull them into situations with, mm, that they don't need to be in. But those ones that's out there genuinely doing it, this is their life, they understand it and things. I'm telling you, completely different level. Completely different level. And they went through the same process that my wife and stuff was going through. But this is not something that I plan on forcing. Not plan on forcing. She understands why I want it for our family. You know what I'm saying? Why I want it for her, why I want it for uh, for myself, uh, type of deal. So it's just a matter of um, the reality of it really setting in. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, this is just her. Uh, this is just her. You know what I'm saying? I still have to go back and I have to talk with her father, her family members, and, and things of that particular nature. When I say I want to make sure that this thing is done right. Right. I want to set the precedence of how this thing literally should be done. Type of deal, change the narrative on it altogether. So, you know, it, uh, right now it's just a matter of being patient, being patient with her. You know, um, you know we are to the point where we can have those uh, conversations and it not blow up or anything of that particular nature. Because I'll be honest, in the beginning, poof, oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> But that was the emotions and stuff that were behind it. You know, once the logic and stuff uh, started to set in, things of that particular nature, uh, it started to become easier. But at this point, she's still not there yet. And I'm cool with that because guess what? I don't even feel like I'm fully ready for it yet. There are still things within myself that I need to deal with. You know, and there's a certain place that I want to be from a financial standpoint before I start when literally, when we walk into this thing, I want to be prepared. I don't want to be setting anybody else uh, up to get hurt or anything of that particular nature or she get into this thing and start having second thoughts or we have emotions that's running rampant or I don't want any of that. I want to make sure she's secure in knowing that who I am right now is who I will be. And even if somebody else is brought into the picture you know, or not, and that's literally what it is she's always been secure in who i've been and from a monogamous standpoint i need to make sure that she will be secure in who i am and who i plan on being from a polygynous standpoint so i'm gonna put in the work it's as simple as that but i know she's not there yet as a lot of us are not you know and like i said i still don't feel like i'm fully there so that's just what it is mm.
That sounds good. It sounds good with it. I don't know. Chastity had asked, but I don't know if your wife would uh podcast with us, but we would love to uh have our own if she does. I would ask. <laughs> she may not be ready though if y'all still working through, which we would totally understand. Like I I just wanna like the fact that she's not all the way there, I would love to see like just the conversations and you know, just how she's changed over time to even get to 62% of you know where she is now even if she's not all the way there it would be an interesting conversation just to um see it because even though i be disagreeing with you i understand where you're coming from i just like to disagree because i like i like no um but i honestly think that it could work is it something that i could do right off the bat probably not because i'm gonna need some other things that I got to work through, I'm going to need to feel like I'm secured as far as like emotionally and all that kind of stuff before that's a step that I can take. Um, even as far as like polyamory, which is not even marriage, you know, that's just being able to do what you pretty much being able to do what you want to do mm. and be respectful. But that's something that that's something that I am interested in, but I don't even think that I could do it right now. Yeah, everything really boils down to growth. You know, I'll talk to the wifey, you know, uh, see what the, uh, she'll be up to it. But I ain't even been able to get her to come on my podcast. So ah. I'm going to tell you now, she come on y'all's and they came on mine. <laughs> <gonna> feel some <laughs> well, she, she might feel more comfortable because it's two women, though. You, you know. But I ain't even trying to have that conversation. Like I said, the only time I really, I've been talking about it on, um, on the in the king's court but not really talking about it it's more mm-hmm. preparation like telling people what it is that they need to go through from a mental standpoint emotional standpoint spiritual standpoint mm-hmm. financial standpoint what they need to prep for right because for me um i'll put it to you like this uh within bebop there's a certain mindset that we need to have in order to make this thing really work you know what i'm saying because at the core of us right now we're self-centered but bebop is literally based on everyone working together for the benefit of everyone so if we go into it the way that we are now what's going to happen is is that uh joe blow over here with the family of five uh right they're gonna get a certain amount but you're gonna have joe blow over here uh you're gonna have jim blow over here that's single feeling some type of way because he's not getting the same amount exactly. that joe yeah. blow over here is getting with his family he's selfish the whole bigger right. picture right you know what I'm saying, that we have to have and the concept i'm not saying that everyone needs to do being a unit that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is is that the mindset that it takes in order to Function in the unit is what we're going to need in order for Bebop to really work. Right. You know, so even in having those conversations, it's not me trying to get everybody. Yeah. Mm-mm, yeah. Yeah. You need to be in a unit, get prepared. And you know, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. No, that's not what it is. It's me literally trying to get people prepared you know, for where we're going as far as Bebop and all that other good stuff is concerned. Because everything that I'm talking about from a mental standpoint is what's going to be needed when we start working in those communities and things of that particular nature so that's literally it tell wifey boo to come talk to us yeah i got y'all i'm I'm, 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 I'm gonna connect y'all tonight (laughs) oh no i'm gonna wait till she get back she going out of town (laughs) going out of town tomorrow so i can't 
go ahead and close us out, Sunshine. Yeah, we've been going for a minute. Uh, we we probably could continue this conversation for another hour or so. But right. We don't want to hold folks. That's why we don't want to hold folks. But thank you so much, King, for coming on. Uh, we truly appreciate you. We love the partnership we have with you, and we appreciate all your 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 infinite wisdom and and you being able to endure chassis. Uh, <laughs> Chassis in general, okay. <laughs> um, but if anybody wants to come find you, tell them where to find you, King, before we close out. All right, of course, you can find me on Facebook at King K I N G NAIB. It's the exact same thing on um, on Instagram. Just put a period in between the King and, and the Night. Good. Yeah, that's the best way to find me. That's all right, that. all right. But thank you, thank you again. If you've been listening to this wonderful episode, again, please go like us on Facebook. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Share some reviews about our podcast on Apple and Google or whatever. The, our Listen, we need Spotify. y'all's validation. <laughs> Give us y'all's validation. We need it at this point. <laughs> we need some stars. But yeah, yeah, please, please, please. And if you're interested in being a guest and have something interesting to talk about as well, you can hit us up on Facebook or at occasionallyposh at gmail.com. I got a topic. <laughs> Uh-oh, we ready for it. <laughs> but thank you, thank you, thank you. And thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.